Persecuted, but not forsaken. I'm persecuted, but I still know God loves me. Amen. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Hallelujah. So, life is filled with ups and downs. You're going to have perplexities. But don't mess up your destiny. Don't mess up your faith by wrong confessions, wrong attitudes. That's why he called his message, get out. Get out of the way. Don't get in God's place. God is bigger than you, higher than you, higher than the devil's messing with you, higher than the situation. All you need is instruction from heaven. He will tell you what to do. Say it out loud. He will tell me what to do. In Jesus' name. <laughs> we can't seem to get it together. All right. Now watch. The biggest challenge we are having in Christianity today are people that have their own mind. You pride yourself as having your own mind. You see obedient people as weak souls. Mm -hmm. you, 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 your own pedigree has to be met before you submit. Mm -hmm. You engage in 10,000 arguments before you say, I'm sorry. That is idolatry. I say, when you have your own mind, you won't submit to what the word of God says. No matter what is preached, no matter what is shown to you in the scriptures, you still think the same thing. That's why the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10, look at it, 14, 10, 14. What does it say? You notice? Flee from idolatry. Run from it. He said, run from it. Run from idolatry. The idolatry of self, where you can't hear, no matter what is preached. You read the Bible, you say, well, I know that, but. It's an amazing thing. I was telling this pastor that he was removed from his position by the bishop. And I was giving him my testimony. Do you know what he said to me? He said, look. He, he pulled his shirt up. He said, look, look. This is not wood. This is flesh and blood. I can feel. I said, and so what? Amen. Joseph can feel when the, his brother threw him in the, in the pit. He could feel when he was sold to Potiphar's house. 
he could really feel when the madame was trying to get with him. You know, Potiphar's wife would have been pretty. Oh, yeah. The wife of a general in yeah. Egypt. Yeah. Huh? Amen. I mean, she probably will have a massage and uh, a massage therapy and deodorizing at least once a day or twice a day. That's what Moses grew up around. To go and marry a, a, a shepherd girl. You talk about humility. I had a situation here where this guy had a major breakthrough selling African food. And the wife had finished medical school or pharmacy school. I don't know what it was. He said, now when he would get in the house, the wife would tell him, go in the garage, you smell like crayfish. Hallelujah. <laughs> what people go through, you think you got problems. Richard, wouldn't you burn down the house if, <laughs> if you come in the house, they tell you, no, 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 you go, go in the garage, you're stinking. <laughs> you say, you, you, you kick him out of the house. You say, well, whatever I'm stinking from, that's what's putting this roof over your head. At least you will say that. Yeah? Come on, give me five. <laughs> I mean, all kinds of strange things happen to people. But if you trust God, he will show you the answer. Hallelujah. Amen. Ooh, you will walk on water. I say you will walk on water. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So he said, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. Run from it. Don't allow Satan to block you where your heart is hard and your mind can hear. Eh? He said, run from idolatry. Self-idolatry is the biggest thing. You remember God gave us a decree during this last glory fall to make a decree against intellectual pride? Yes. Amen. People that think that they know. Yeah. They know better. Do you know the biggest thing going on in America today? And Satan is using it to seduce the church. You won't believe it. How many people that go to church today that don't, no longer believe that Jesus is the only way to God? How can all the other people be wrong? That God is so big that he has to have more than one way to get to him. These are the things Satan has done. I saw El Park's son, the thought was his nephew. Do you know what that young man said? That's when Carlton Pearson had gotten the best of him. He said that uh, he felt the anointing before he went into the Buddhist temple. I said, yeah, you felt something, all right. But it's not the Holy Ghost. You felt a familiar spirit. He said that God, God is too big to just have only one way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No, man. You're not a Christian if you disagree with Jesus. No, you will wake up in hell. Find your name has been scratched out. Huh? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Huh? This is not religion. This is God reaching out to you. This is your last 
answer. This is your only escape. That's why he's called the last Adam. If you don't come by Jesus, you're done. It doesn't matter the argument. Let the Supreme Court pass anything. But you are still going to hell. Call it hate speech. You're going. You're going. I told you, the Lord said this to me years ago. He said, son, I want to teach you the fear of the Lord. I said, go ahead, sir. He said, now, you notice you are saved. I said, yes. He said, now, but if I decide that you will go to hell, he said, you will go. You can hate me. You can curse me. You can scream at me, but you're going to go. That's the fear of the Lord. You know he has absolute authority. Absolute power. Hallelujah. There is no other. (laughs) I celebrate at least. If you don't thank God for anything else, thank him at least you were born into a house. Even if religion is all they had. Thank God you were not born into a Muhammad house. That your people went to church. At least you got a chance to get saved. Even though you were out there sinning, but that's the seed of God was in you. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. Lord. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That just got my water going. But God, in his foreknowledge, saw you down the road. Way before time. And knew that you would choose if you are given the opportunity. And he gave you a chance. (laughs) You better celebrate your sonship. Celebrate that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I may still be trying to get my act together on this or trying to get my degree worked out or my job or I may be broke, but that's one thing no devil can take from me. I'm a son of God. Hey, I have the Holy Ghost in my spirit. And my name is written. (laughs) glory to God flee from idolatry get out of the way so God can bless you now now, I want to talk about this one before I finish making mountains out of molehill that is what Satan does to all of us you exalt your pain so high over the word of God Verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil. You notice your adversary is the devil, not anybody. As a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom? He may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing 
The same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren. <laughs> the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren. So there's nothing I'm going through other people have not gone through. When I started discovering the special demonic assignment that Satan has arrayed against every true pastor. I've discovered, hey, there's no reason for me to fail. Because other people are weathering the same storms and have beat it. Amen. I'm not going to go any further into to it right now. The day will come when I will. But these things happen. You say your brethren that are in the world have endured the same afflictions. The same afflictions. So don't let Satan convince you that your stuff is so unique. That God has not seen your kind of trouble before. Amen. The very first church service on earth ended in a murder. The very first one. So we're doing good. We've been, we've been worshiping together for 20 years. We haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a making mountain out of molehills, exalting your pain and issues over the word of God. The text tells you that the same afflictions are suffered by true believers all around the world. Failed expectations. When God chooses to handle an issue a different way, other than the one you anticipated. Sometimes you believe God that a miracle will happen. It's like that Higgins said, he prayed for his wife, you know, to be healed. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Prayed for her to be healed, nothing. So finally, he went to her and said, well, okay, what do you have faith for? She said, I have faith that God will guide the hand of the surgeons. He said, okay, then let's have surgery. <laughs> because you cannot assume that everybody's at the same level of faith. Amen. There's some things that I can look at and know immediately, no, we need to go a different way for now. Until the person gets to a point where they can understand how to walk in faith. And then you put life in them and they can connect. But you can, you know, everything does not work a certain way. Because we are, we are helpers. Yes. We are not doers. The Holy Spirit is the one that heals and does yeah. this thing. Amen. I don't know why Amen. it would be so easy in one place and the other one is just like pulling teeth. Mm -hmm. But you get out of the way by just trusting God and rolling with the punches. Amen. So I told you that story before. He had, she had the surgery. But then after the surgery, she had all these dietary restrictions. All right. So... <clears throat> So she couldn't travel with him when he was doing those crusades and, and faith uh, seminars and all of that. So now watch. So one day, she told him, okay, I'm going to the meeting with you. He said, honey, please. You know, doing the meeting is hard enough for, for me to not have to worry about what you're going to eat and who's going to prepare this. Is that we just too much? She said, no, 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 I'm going. Okay. That's the privilege of these covenant women. They, they, okay. 
Moving right along. So he let her come on. But he didn't know how he was going to deal with it. So he said they finished the morning meeting, so they went out to lunch. And she went with them. And then when they got to lunch, she ordered steak and baked potato. So he was saying, well, what are you doing? Huh? Why would you get this? I don't want a crisis after, you know, you can't eat this. She said, sure I can. He said, why? Why would you do this? He said, when you were preaching this morning, I knew God would heal me in this meeting. That's why I came. Amen. He said, while you were preaching this morning, the Lord Jesus walked up to me and said, I'm the Lord that healed thee. And turned around and walked out. Hey, what a meeting. And the man of God didn't even know he came. She said, I can eat anything I want. You need to get out of the way. Get out of the way. Stop deciding what God will do and what God will not do. Stop deciding how he will do it. Learn what we're teaching you and practice, practice, practice. And God will bless your life. Hallelujah. Now, she will bear witness. We were at Kenny Copeland the pastor's meeting two years ago or three years ago, whatever. And they were talking about Jerry Savelle. Jerry Savelle had a stroke and was like vegetable after preaching faith all these years. And they were using cue cards like for children. Ah, you know, A, B, and all of this. And the devil was telling him he will never preach again. It was so difficult for the entire family and for all his friends, watching him like a vegetable. Hmm? Isn't that we are perplexed? Yes. One day he was alone. Nobody was with him. <clears throat> and God said, now, go to your barn and crank up the motorcycles that you have there. So, I mean, God is amazing. He is something. What a way to heal somebody. So he, because now, for him to remember the sequence to start the bike, God restored his mind. He started the first bike and left it running. He started the second bike and left it running. He started the third bike. That tells you he had a lot of bikes. By the time he finished starting all the bikes, he came back to himself. This was not like a story being told. He was telling it himself out there at the convention. And his ministry restarted. And God told him, now that I have healed you, now, you have to go to every Kenny Copeland's meeting at your own expense to participate with him, just as it was at the beginning, before you all got all your own individual international ministries. He said, you follow to every meeting to show you how selfless these people are. 
He came and told those of us, he said, those of you that have sold seeds in Kenneth Copeland Ministries to get airplanes, he said, now, Brother Copeland does not have, only have grace to get airplanes, but you have to pay for it cash. So that fixed me because I was trying to put some money down, and then we get the Gulf Stream. So I knew then, hey, you talk about being perplexed. So when we went from putting money down to now we have to pay cash, then I thought, okay, hey, it might be 20 years from now before. <laughs> eh? Only a few months later, Igoran was here. You see how you need to get out of the way. Beloved, my prayer is that as you hear this word, that the Holy Spirit will identify for you how you are in the way of God's power and breakthrough in your life. Consider the testimony you just heard me give. We sowed a seed for the aircraft that we now have. And looking at our finances the way it was, all I could muster faith for was to put money down and pay instrumentally until we paid off the balance we owed. And then a word came that we that have sown seeds into Brother Copeland's life and ministry, that we should receive the aircraft cash, debt free. My mind would have said, well, that's not possible at this moment. That may be possible down the road. I would have gotten in the way of God's breakthrough. But I got out of the way, accepted the word. <laughs> and only a few months later, God gave us a mighty breakthrough and we paid cash. I've seen ministers receive their airplane for those that need it. Airplane for us is not a luxury. God sent us to every state capital in the nation right here in America. You can't do it by the airline. You can't drive it. Even with a private jet, it's so tedious on the body. So difficult. We do sometimes 12 states in three days, raising altars, marching around it seven times, shouting, making decrees. Ooh, it's not for the faint-hearted. Sometimes you feel like your legs are about to fall off. <laughs> but we thank God that I got out of the way and believed the word. Many of you are in the way of God's power in your life. Remember Naaman that came all the way from Syria to get cleansed of leprosy. And the prophet said, go to Jordan and watch seven times. He got offended. He was in the way. Started naming all the rivers in, in Syria that were better than Jordan. And he stormed off in anger. But he had wise servants that said, come on, master. If he had bid you do some great thing, you would have done it because it fits your pride. But now you're told to do a simple thing. And the man relented and went and washed in Jordan and came totally healed. Are you in the way? Come to Conquest 2023. Learn how to be a vessel of God's glory. Are you in the way? <laughs> Get out of the way so God can bless you. When your mind runs out, trust him. If you think it's impossible, trust him anyway. Your life will be tremendously blessed. 
Conquest 2023 is for you. If you're in the local area, call 770-994-3777. Don't forget Bible study, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Just two hours, your life will be blessed. We're explaining the covenant of Resurrection House for all nations. Many of you that have ministries don't even know that the grace God has given you has covenants driving them. These are the things you come to conquest to learn, and then you'll find out about the entire apostolic network. But I gotta go. God bless you. Get out of the way. God loves you. Get out of the way. God wants to bless you, and God wants to increase you. God wants to elevate you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. See you tomorrow. God is preparing the church for the return of the Lord Jesus. I'm so excited to invite you personally to come to the Conquest Conference this year, July the 6th through the 9th. He gave me this theme, Vessels of Glory. The conquest is what God gave to me as an avenue to share what he has taught me that has caused all these revolutionary blessings and deliverances and miracles to come forth that you will learn from me directly and flow in the same grace. Vessels of glory. He's promising that a glory will show up in the earth. And now he's given me a mandate to share the secrets to prepare so you will be one of those vessels God will use in this end time. I am inviting you pastors and spiritual leaders from me to you. Come and let's fellowship. Let us strategize for what God will do with all of us, we call it the end time global harvest. We've never experienced anything like this. People will get in the water and the glory of God will baptize them. Sometimes I don't even lift my hands and the glory puts the people in the water and we carry them out. happening right here at Resurrection House of All Nations, July the 6th through the 9th.
This is your personal invitation. Your life will not remain the same. Your ministry will not remain the same. God is taking his church higher as it prepares us to be his vessels. <laughs>